What's up? I'm B, and whether you are watching this on YouTube or you are listening to the podcast, if you are having an amazing day. Today, we've got a doozy of a video. There is a lot to cover here. And if you're wondering why I'm holding the microphone like this, if you're watching instead of having it in um, its typical stand, it's because I just watched Dustin Daly's video on Raw Beauty Christie. That entire situation is wild. But in, in the video, he was holding his microphone like this. And I was just like, wow, that looks powerful. It makes, it, it makes me feel powerful holding the microphone like this. So we're going to try it for a little bit. We'll see if I can manage to keep it, you know, by my mouth. So that way the, the sound is good. Um, and at some point I might put it into the stand. But for right now, I just, I like holding it. I feel very professional here. Anyway, we're talking about Paul Oleggs and Nikki Atkins and everything that is going on with them. Before we get into that, though, let's go ahead and do a win for the week. If you are new around here, a win for the week is where you share something that happened within the past week that was good, that made you feel happy, that brought you joy, whatever it may be, big or small, you can leave it in the comment section down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify, you can leave it in the Q&A section for this particular episode. My win for the week is that season four of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City premiered this week. I have not had a chance to watch the first episode just yet, though. Um, I'm probably going to watch it after I film this, to be honest. I'm so excited. I, I love Lisa Barlow. Earlier today, I was wearing my um, I love Taco Bell and I also love fine dining t-shirt, my Lisa Barlow t-shirt, but we decided to go to church tonight instead of tomorrow because the Cardinals play at 10 a.m. tomorrow. So we were like, let's go tonight and then we can watch the game. And so I changed for church and then I didn't feel like changing my shirt back. So here we are. Anyway, that's my win. I'm super excited to watch season four and just get lost in all the drama. That is my win for the week and I cannot wait to hear yours and celebrate with you. Without any further ado, let's get into this video. Here's how this is going to go down. We are discussing the recent series of videos made by Paul Oleggs and Mickey Atkins. Essentially, what happened was Paul posted a video. Mickey responded to that video. Paul responded to Mickey's response of that video. Mickey responded to Paul's response to her response to his video. And finally, Paul has posted a fifth video. So this video is him responding to her response to his response to her response to his original video. We got a lot going on here. So I'm going to give you the rundown of those four videos. And then at the end, we're going to watch Paul's second response to Mickey. And we'll, we'll watch it together. We will react to it. And I will give all of my opinions at that point. For the first four videos, I'm going to try to keep it as fact-based as possible without giving too much of my opinion because I think in that fifth video, um, there, there are things that I want to point out and there are reasons that I want to react to it with you, but I do think a lot of the points that I would naturally make in going over the summaries of these videos, I'll have an opportunity to discuss them at that point. So, of course, I have opinions on all of these things that have been said in the first four videos, but I'm really, really, really going to try just to say like, this is what happened. And then this happened. And then that happened without interjecting too much of my personal opinion. Because again, when I do the reaction, I think that that will be an appropriate time and I will have um, the space to 
make those comments and make my stance known. But if you've watched my channel for a long time, you probably know about how I feel about a lot of these things already that, ha that have been talked about so far in the first four videos. But enough of the explanation. You understand what's happening. Let's do this. So Paul and Morgan, mostly Paul Oligs and Mickey Atkins have gotten into a little bit of internet beef. If you've watched my channel for a while, I'm sure you know who Paul and Morgan are, but if you don't, they are a Christian couple who makes YouTube content together. They have about 158,000 subscribers on YouTube. They were in the Shiny Happy People documentary that was on Amazon Prime, and it was primarily about the Duggars, but they were used as an example of um, what fundamental Christian influencers look like these days and they were not pleased with it. They say a lot of things that are hateful and they and they do it under the guise of telling truth. They say like, you're going to get mad at me. Like, I'm just telling the truth. You might not like what I have to say, but this is a Bible-based truth. And honestly, most of the time, it's just them presenting an idea or saying like, this is what people should believe, or this is how you should act, and then using a Bible verse to back it up. And yes, it, in theory, you know, it sounds like the Bible verse backs up what they are saying, but a lot of times they fail to go into the deeper meanings or um, important context of verses that they are using. And so you, as the viewer, um, just kind of have to take their word for it. It's like, we think you should do this, and here's what the Bible says in one verse, and so that backs up what we're saying, so we're right, and you got to do it or else you're a bad Christian. That's kind of the vibe of a lot of their content. I have covered Paul and Morgan a ton on my channel, so there are a plethora of videos of me reacting to the things that they say. If you are interested in those, I'll leave a playlist down below. Now, as far as Mickey Atkins goes, I don't think I've ever spoken about her on my channel, but... I'm pretty sure a lot of you are going to know who she is because I look at my analytics and underneath my analytics, there's a tab that shows me other channels that people who watch my channel also watch. And she is on that list. So I'm sure a ton of you know who she is. I don't watch a ton of her content just because she tends to um, sometimes cover a lot of the same sorts of topics that I talk about. And so if I'm already talking about them and making content about those things, I don't necessarily want to watch other people make content about it because it's like my brain needs a little bit of a break. But yeah, so Mickey covers people like Paul and Morgan, Bethany and Kristen from Girl Defined, Classically Abby. She does talk about a wide variety of other topics as well, but those are just the first three that pop up when I think about videos from her that have been recommended to me by my YouTube homepage. Mickey has 131,000 subscribers on YouTube, and I'll go ahead and read this description from her. Um, her own YouTube page, like her about me section, just because I don't have a ton of experience in watching her content like I do with Paul and Morgan. So this says, I'm a therapist and social worker who makes fat and sex positive, progressive and feminist oriented content about mental health and therapy. We unpack myths about therapy in pop culture, correct myths and disinformation about mental health and try to create community for folks in all places on their self-love journey. So welcome to our weird corner of the internet. Now, like I said, Mickey has talked about Paul and Morgan multiple times before on her channel, so I'm not quite sure what it was about this particular series of events that caused Paul to want to respond to a video that she made about them, but he did, and so we're going to talk about it. This whole thing kicked off on August 2nd when Paul and Morgan did a live stream called It's Time We Talked About What Christians Are Watching. 
what's up on YouTube right now from this live stream is only eight minutes long, and I'm pretty sure that they were streaming for longer than that. Um, it seems a little bit disjointed, like we kind of come in at a, at a spot that doesn't feel like the intro of a video, it doesn't feel like the beginning of a video, and then when we end, it definitely feels like we've gotten cut, we've gotten cut off too soon. So I don't know what happened to the rest of the video. I don't know where it is. If um, none of this was meant for YouTube, if they were doing like something specific with their patrons and then they decided to release a little bit of it or if they cut some of it after it got posted, I have no idea. But here's what went down in the eight minutes that we did get to see. They talk about how Paul was interested in watching a Netflix series called The Witcher. And when it first came out, he was interested in it, but he didn't have a chance to watch it. And then a little while back, Morgan was out of town for something and he was looking for something to do. And he was like, hey, maybe this is a good time for me to watch The Witcher. Then he decided to look it up on the Parents Guide and decided against watching it because according to Parents Guide, the series contains severe nudity. Paul says that Christians should avoid watching stuff like this, especially if they struggle with wanting to watch porn or if they struggle with their own sexual immorality. Paul and Morgan both say that movies like Twilight are a gray area because the movie gets steamy, but it's not necessarily explicit. They also talk about guarding your heart and not listening to trash music because that's an abuse of God's grace. And this is Morgan kind of going into it of like, you really have to be careful with what you're watching and what you're listening to and don't make bad choices just because you know God will forgive you. Like, that's not exactly what she said, but that's kind of paraphrasing the point that she was getting to and as she stopped talking paul just interrupts her and then the video stops like 30 seconds after so yeah that's what's in it again withholding my opinion for now which is very hard because i have a lot of thoughts but we have a lot to get through i will share my opinion later i have to say i'm very much enjoying holding this microphone i don't know what it is maybe it makes me feel like a news reporter you know like live from the scene it's b haney and she's talking about internet drama again. Anyway, so then a few weeks later on August 26th, Mickey Atkins posts a video called Paul and Morgan Want You to Develop Anxiety? Therapist Talks Religious Trauma. And in this, she reacts to Paul and Morgan's video. She says that policing yourself and your thoughts like this can lead to anxiety and self-doubt, especially when you're seeking external approval for decisions like what kind of movies you are allowed to watch as an adult. She also talks about the difference between people who are practicing religion in a healthy way versus people who are who would be considered extremists and how they practice their religion where a, an element of that seems to be as presented by Paul and Morgan that inner turmoil is virtuous. And again, I'm not giving too much of my opinion in these recaps. I'm just doing summaries. But that phrasing really stuck out to me because I've never um, heard that concept described so concisely. And I was like, wow, that is a really great description of what happens a lot in Paul and Morgan and in Girl Defined videos. Anyway, no opinions, no opinions. This is why I could never run a drama channel like the ones that put out 13 minute videos. And they're like, this is the fact and this is what happened. And that's what happened next. And this person said that the end. Tell me what you think. Because I'd be like, here's everything I've ever thought about this situation ever. I'm very bad at being concise, but I'm trying my best here. I, I really am. Okay. Mickey goes on to say that when you make things like movies with a sex scene, a forbidden object, it can lead to a form of obsession over it. Instead of learning to self-regulate your feelings and be like, oh, like this is just a sex scene. Okay. And like not letting it have like a, a massive or lasting impact on you. It's something where it's just like you see it, you acknowledge it, you move on. 
Um, she uses an example of food restriction and talks about like forbidden foods or not having certain foods in your house because you've been so restricted that if you have it in there, you'll just eat it all up in one night. Then she also gives an example of Halloween candy and kids and talks about how if you only let your kid have like one piece of Halloween candy a day, you're not letting them um, be able to learn how to determine what an appropriate amount of candy is for them because they might if you give them like unrestricted access to this Halloween candy they might eat so much that they make themselves sick but that's a learning experience so that way the next time they have access to a large amount of candy they can rely on their own experience to say last time I ate way too much candy and this bad thing happened I felt sick I got an upset stomach whatever it may be so this time I'm going to eat less. So it's like in doing that, they're learning how to trust themselves and their own judgment when it comes to decision making. She also says that Paul and Morgan making videos like this kind of leans into rape culture because it implies that people cannot see a little bit of nudity without being severely impacted. So it's kind of like putting that idea out there or having that way of thinking is what leads people into thinking it's justifiable to say things like, did you see what she was wearing? Or how could I be expected to control myself when you look like that? You know, those awful, terrible phrases that so many of us have heard in a million different situations. So that's the gist of Mickey's response video. And I will say that in that video, I'm only bringing this up because I'm about to talk about Paul's attitude. Mickey did make a few jokes at the expense of Paul and Morgan. Like there was one part where Paul had said something about not understanding something and Mickey was like, yeah, well, I'm sure there's a lot of things that are hard for you to understand, Paul. So yeah, she made a few jokes at particularly Paul's expense. She ribbed him a little bit there, but overall the video did not feel like a personal attack. It felt like an educational video where she essentially said, you said this thing on a public platform. I disagree with it and here's why. It, it was talking about the ideas that they had presented, not attacking them personally. Then, on August 29th of 2023, Paul makes a response to Mickey's response to him. It's a solo video, it's pre-recorded, and it is titled, Therapist Calls Out PNM for Inflicting Suffering on People. The overall tone of this video is patronizing. Now, when you click on a video on Mickey Atkins' channel, there is a small little kind of banner that shows up underneath her channel name that says, from a mental health professional licensed in the U.S. Paul sees this box, and instead of coming to the conclusion that this is popping up because Mickey is a licensed professional, because she is a therapist and a social worker, um, instead he says this pops up because she got certified by YouTube. He calls her, he literally calls her a YouTube certified professional, and it, that's something that really bothers me. Again, I'm not giving my opinion, but it's like, this is a career woman. She is a professional in her field, and be because you don't understand what the banner underneath her channel name means you think it means she got like certified by youtube or she went through some sort of court like I don't, I don't know i don't know what he was trying to imply other than that he was trying to diminish mickey's professional accomplishments and i don't like that anyway back to the summary of the video 
after calling her YouTube certified, he asks, quote, are these what mental health professionals look like these days? End quote. He says that she has signs in the background promoting her beliefs. And so it just makes him question this. And when you look at Mickey behind her, there's like framed photos, there's signs, there's little phrases, things like that. There are two pretty large ones that catch your eye kind of right off the bat. The first one says no one is free until all of us are free. And the second one says trans people belong here. And apparently those those signs are a cause for concern for Paul. He then proceeds to call Mickey, Missy, multiple times, even though at the beginning of the video he did say her name correctly. He called her Mickey. Um, but then throughout the video, he proceeds to call her Missy. He says that he doesn't like that she says that Paul is part of an evangelical fundamentalist niche. And here she goes, lumping us in. Paul and Morgan are fundamentalists, are the old fundies. Fundy, fundy, fundy Christians. And later takes issue with her reiterating that religion can be practiced in a healthy way, but that a lot of the things that Paul and Morgan promote are not healthy. He says that Mickey is only cool with progressive Christians who don't take the Bible seriously. He says that he linked Mickey's video in the description box down below if you want to go watch it for yourself, but that he would not recommend you going to watch it. This is important to remember for later. He says he stands by his opinion that there is a constant battle for your mind, especially when it comes to sexual immorality, and he would be concerned if Mickey agreed with the things that he said in his first video. Then we get to the part of the video where Mickey talked about food restriction and the unhealthy mindset that that can lead to. And Paul says he wants to know how the casual approach to food is working for Mickey because she's a heavy woman and it's ironic to have a heavy woman talking about healthy relationships with food. And immediately after he says this, he asks if we are going to get mad at him for saying that because it's just the truth. And he worked in the weight loss industry for a year, so he loves this topic. Now, I'm not particularly sure what Paul means when he says that he was in the industry for a year. Do you have some kind of license? Did you get a certification? Did you go to school for a little bit for nutrition? Like, really, what does that mean that you were in the industry for a year? Were you hucking Herbalife? Is that what was going on? You, MLM? Maybe. Who knows? But he loves the topic, and he thinks it's appropriate to talk about other people's weight. Anyway, the last part of his video is him talking about how there's a time to be drastic and have the mental battle because it's not okay to be casual when it comes to things like sexual images and porn. He asks if there is anything that people should avoid completely, like crack, or giving in to the desire to punch someone in the face because he thinks that those things should be avoided completely. And he also thinks that porn should be considered on the same level. He finishes the video by saying that some people take a lot of classes, so they're smart in a worldly sense, but they are spiritually ignorant and plugs their most recent merch drop. End of video. Okay, so now we are on to video number four. We've gone over Paul and Morgan's original video, Mickey's response to Paul and Morgan's original video, Paul's response to Mickey's response to the original video, and now this is Mickey responding to Paul's response to her response to the original video. You caught up? We're on the same page? Great. Amazing. I love it. On September 7th, two days ago at the time of me filming this, 
Mickey and her husband posted a video titled Paul and Morgan finally responded and it was not what I expected. There's a lot to unpack here. Season one, episode eight. So from what I understand, Mickey has her own videos that she does on her channel, but then she and her husband also have a podcast that they do together that is posted on her channel as well. And so the podcast name is There's a Lot to Unpack Here. So this is a podcast episode. It's about an hour long and Mickey and her husband did not go point by point responding to what Paul had said in his video. It was more so a casual conversation that um, just talked about like the general vibe and approach that Paul had in making his video. But then there were also different topics that kind of organically came up that were related to it. And so they just they just chatted for about an hour. They talked about a lot of things. But the main points that are relevant to this are as follows. Mickey says that it is a common manipulation tactic to belittle someone's accomplishments like Paul did at the beginning of the video and to call them by the wrong name, which Paul did throughout the video. She says that she doesn't personally have an issue with Paul and Morgan, but that they spread harmful ideas. And so as they keep sharing these harmful ideas, she's going to keep addressing them and sharing her opinion. And she doesn't think that Paul and Morgan are going to change their mind based on anything that she says, but her videos are more so to reach people who hear the things that Paul and Morgan say and to provide an opposing viewpoint and hopefully prevent harm to those people. She says she takes issue with the prescriptive nature of Paul and Morgan's content because they don't necessarily have the qualifications to back up the things that they say. I'm going to go ahead and show you a clip from Mickey's video and it speaks for itself, honestly. This is, again, the thing that we talk about because the issue that I take with Paul and Morgan mm -hmm. and Girl Defined and like people like them yeah. is that they make this content that is so prescriptive, so finger pointy, so like specific yes. to the nth degree with zero credential to back that up. Right. Yes. There's not enough lived experience, in my opinion, to justify them speaking on this, especially because they talk about how they have continually struggled, apparently yeah. so, so much to live by the values that they espouse. They have no formal training. They're not even it's not even like they've gone through some kind of like religious training or yeah. like you know there are they like schools for that yes there yeah. are schools that you can go and have like uh like college degrees like degree. or stuff or like trainings or like yeah. pastor training like anything right they've yeah. not they've not done any of that they have no formal uh education certification like yes. no nothing and so this take of like paul and morgan or like girl defined do this a lot too that like we are uniquely qualified to interpret the world's most hotly debated holy text for you specifically i have the answers never mind the fact that the entire world for the entire history of mankind that this text has been debated so much so Forever. that there's like literally hundreds if not thousands of different sects of the same religion because we can't that's agree on the point. particulars yes. of this text but paul and morgan have said we are uniquely qualified yeah. to interpret this for Christians at large, and you are so welcome that we are providing you with this interpretation for free on the internet. For but if free. you want to see IJ Patreon, like literally yeah. no, literally no. There is not a world where Paul or Morgan at the ripe old age, of, like what, 28, 29? our age, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they're not old. There's not enough life yeah. experience. There's no degrees. There's no credentials are uniquely qualified to be interpreting the world's most yes. mysterious holy text and speaking prescriptively about it to other Christians. And then also saying, if you don't view it my way, you're not a real Christian. Yeah. You're not a real religious person and you, you're going to hell. And this like, is like, hello, yes. but you're not fundamentalist for sure. Totally not. <laughs> 
Next, Mickey and her husband, Aaron, address Paul making that comment of, is this what a therapist looks like these days? And Mickey says she hopes so because it's a lot easier when you're working with a therapist who understands you and that you can identify with. She talks about their own couples therapy sessions and says that they are so much more productive when you don't have to explain certain elements of your life to them in order for them to understand you. And then you can just get into the deep work because the therapist understand certain things. Then they go on to talk about Paul focusing a large portion of his video on Mickey's weight and her appearance. And Mickey is very much like, I'm unaffected. Like, oh, you dunked on me. You called me overweight. Great. Like, she's, this is really sad, but she says, like, there's nothing that you can say about me that is worse than the things I have said to myself. Paul's approach was so juvenile and I'm glad that Mickey had the response of like, ooh, you called me fat, you got me. Like, good one. I mean, I would be hurt, my feelings would be hurt if somebody said something negative about the way that I looked. And people have in my comment section and it hurt my feelings. So good on her for not giving in to Paul's attempt at taking her down. Like, Paul couldn't argue with her on an intellectual level, and so he went for her appearance, and I'm very, very glad. And she was like, that doesn't affect me. Good one. Good one, Paul. Nice work. Are you proud of that? Like, I, I'm, I'm rooting for her in her reaction to the things that he said, because, again, a completely juvenile approach to take. And Aaron, her husband, actually brings up the fact that, like, Paul said those things trying to hurt Mickey, but he didn't hurt Mickey. However, he may have hurt some of his own subscribers, some of his own subscribers that struggle with eating disorders or who are overweight or who have mental illness. Aaron basically said those things were directed at Mickey, but they might also apply to other people in your audience. And so while you were trying to hurt her, you were actually hurting the people who support you by going that low and saying those things. Next, Mickey goes on to talk about how there are real differences between things like true addiction and compulsive behavior as opposed to something that is a normal or expected human interest in things like sex and or food. And they also talk about how it doesn't really make sense to bring up whether or not crack should be done in moderation when the conversation is about things like food or exposure to nudity in media. Finally, Mickey talks about how she genuinely tries to make well-thought-out content that will contribute positively to discourse, and she kind of thought that it was a little bit ridiculous that most of Paul's response to her video was just to essentially be like, ha-ha, you're fat. She says that that is not the dunk that he thinks it is. I want to say a big congratulations to all of us who are still here because we've gotten through the first four videos. I know it was a lot to process, but hopefully it made sense. Now we are on to the reaction portion of this video. Today is Saturday, September 9th. Paul posted this video yesterday, September 8th, 2023. And the title of this video is My Second Response to Therapist Mickey Atkins. To be honest, the title was a bit of a letdown. Yes, it's straightforward. It's to the point. It tells you exactly what to expect from this video, which is um, Paul's second response to therapist Mickey Atkins. But I would have loved to see a little bit of flair, maybe a little cap, like a one word in all caps. Maybe we get an Interabang in there. I don't know, just suggestions for next time. Catch me, pull me in. 
But the description for this says, I get how some might not feel it the best idea for me to keep respond to a, sorry, <laughs> I thought I couldn't read for a second. I get how some might not feel it the best idea for me to keep respond to a feminist therapist, her words, but I enjoy this. It's one of my favorite things about YouTube, smiley face. I like back and forths. I like giving a defense of my Christian faith. I want to dispel some false narratives she brought up in her video. So we are going to watch this, but the fact that Paul said this is one of his favorite things about YouTube just makes me think of every contrarian debate bro that I knew in college who played devil's advocate for fun even when it was pissing his friends off or it's like well I, I love intelligent debate don't you think it's a fun mental exercise no I don't like I gave an opinion you don't particularly care about this opinion so why do you have to take the stance that you're disagreeing with me in the spirit of debate I hate this but anyway that like that <laughs> memory aside Paul doesn't usually make videos responding to people who talk about Paul and Morgan. They did do a video reacting to Jordan and McKay talking about them, but that was kind of it. Oh, and of course, I don't know how I forgot this, but they, they have spoken about videos made about them by Jacqueline Glenn, but I don't know the state of their relationship now. However, they did end up meeting with Jacqueline and her husband in person, and they've hung out, they've made videos together. So I, I assume that that's kind of like water under the bridge. But other than that, it's just been one Jordan and McKay video and, and now this. So I'm like, if this is really something that you enjoy if it's one of your favorite parts of YouTube is having the back and forth and um and, and defending your faith and defending your viewpoints and your beliefs why don't you spend more time doing that if they can obviously of course make content about whatever it is that they want to make content about but if that's one of your favorite parts of YouTube you've got a lot of people to pick from like there are a lot of people who make content about Paul and Morgan. And so they could take those videos and they could and they could do responses to them instead of just making videos about people who aren't talking about them, like Logan Paul and Dante Bo. Anyway, that's beside the point. Now it is time to react to the fifth and final video so far in this internet feud. And I will be sharing all the opinions throughout. What's up guys, how you doing? I'm Paul. Today's video, uh, I'm gonna pull this up right here. The therapist, Mickey Adkins, there is her thumbnail. She made a, a video respond, responding to my response, funny enough. So we got some back and forths happening right here, but things just got a little more interesting. Um, I'm just gonna say her video, She, I guess that's her husband that she made it with, they got pretty Hmm, man, they got pretty into it. And and to be honest, to be quite honest, mm -hmm. there were some things that they um, said, some things that they accused me in particular of that I'm going to dispel in this video. Uh, but let me just say this. Well, first off, for, for right off the bat, that seems passive aggressive to me. It's like, that's her husband, I guess. I mean, I guess even a girl like her was able to find somebody who wanted to marry her and she's married now. So I guess that's her husband. And I could be wrong. But that's how it feels to me, especially after the first video where he or his first response video where he diminishes her professional accomplishments and calls her by the wrong name. And now he's like, it's her husband, I guess, in this video. 
that's just how I feel. Maybe I'm a little bit on guard. We'll see. First off, guys, uh, we give commentary on culture here on the Paul and Morgan show channel. If you guys aren't subscribed, please do so. Also, as you can see, we got our new merch out. Patrons get 30% off. Patrons, thank you guys for supporting what we do on this channel, trying to help people be in the world of the word. And we are going to continue to do that. And your all support is huge. All right. Some of you may be asking, Paul, it's this feminist. I'm assuming she's an atheist. I don't want to assume she's not a Christian. I'm going to assume she's an atheist just based off of the content that I've seen from her. I don't want to assume, but I am going to assume, but I don't want to assume. Paul, why are you responding once again to a feminist, potentially atheist, therapist. Why, Paul? Here's why. I was thinking about it. I was uh, watching her video yesterday that she dropped, the video that I showed the thumbnail to, and I'm like, do I want to respond to this? And then here's here's what, or the, here's where I came to. I said, you know what? I really enjoy having these back and forths, frankly. I enjoy it. If you enjoy something and it's not bad, you know, that's kind of a good sign that you should maybe go ahead and take steps forward in that. I enjoy it. I enjoy the back and forths. And, um, let me see. I also <laughs> appreciate opportunities to defend the Christian faith and defend my personal Christian faith. I like it. Sue me. Also. And again, like I was saying earlier, why don't you take the plentiful amount of opportunities to defend your faith when other people specifically criticize the things that you have said. You don't do that as frequently as I assume somebody who really enjoys the debate and the back and forth would. Um, as I already mentioned, I'm going to be dispelling some false claims, just frankly, that she, her, her and her husband said in their video. So let's get to it. Um, I don't plan on letting this video be super long. I don't think it needs to be super drawn out. I have a handful of clips from her and her husband's video that she released on her channel yesterday, and I'm going to be playing them and responding to them. At the end of the day, you guys can decide uh, how you want to take my response, how you want to take Mickey's response. And I genuinely, I was praying for Mickey yesterday. I was praying about this video earlier. I desire my reaction to be done in love as we as Christians all should aspire to do like seriously in Jesus name you know even though maybe I'll get a little fiery at times maybe I've gotten fiery in the past in Jesus name help me Lord to respond in love I'm um, to speak the truth in love there's nothing wrong with getting fiery but it's pretty low brow and low class to be honest to respond to a video that somebody made about you and your beliefs and instead of focusing on the ideas and the arguments that were made in that video and defending yourself to instead go for the person's appearance and just say like, should we take them seriously? Cause look at them, look at, look at how they look. What are you going to get mad at me for telling the truth? Should we listen to them? Cause, ah, oh, look at them. Like, that's, that's basically what Paul did in his response to Mickey. And so to me, that's not somebody who enjoys the back and forth and loves an intellectual debate and can really talk about things with clarity and confidence and say, and say like, no, you said this. Well, here's how I think or, you know, like you can be fiery. 
that's fine. You can be passionate. You can have your opinion. You can say you're wrong and I'm right and here's how I feel. But really, you're not doing much to build your case when you decide to instead go for someone's appearance and use that to discredit their ideas. So, uh, <laughs> one other thing. I actually, um, I dropped a comment on her video. I watched her video yesterday. I was midway through it and I hopped over there uh, in the comment section in her lovely, gracious uh, subscribers comments were all there and I jumped in and I said something along the lines of, hey Mickey, I'm midway through your video. I'm probably gonna make a response to it tomorrow. And I, I said this, I said, just so you know, like I'm not sure where you live, but if you ever wanna get together face to face, and uh, do you remember what I said, Morgan? I said, if you ever wanna get together face to face and I don't know if I said like make a video, maybe I said that like, and you, you wanna make a video together where we're actually just chatting about this stuff, let me know. And if that worked out, that would be cool. So I'm just just keeping it real with you guys. That's weird. I wonder what the thought process behind saying like let's meet face to face in person is because Carissa Collins left a similar comment on a video of mine that I made about her where she talks about how she would like to meet me in person because I seem like a very nice person, but then she proceeded to block me on Instagram. It makes me wonder if it's offering something that you know the person isn't going to take you up on so you don't have to follow through with it. Because asking to meet with Mickey in person is a pretty unreasonable ask. I don't know where she lives. I think she lives in Arizona. If so, hi. Um, but I'm pretty sure y'all live in different states and I'm pretty sure Paul knows that and it, it he knows that it doesn't make sense for Mickey to agree to meet with him in person and then to set up a plan to make that happen. So he's gonna offer it, she's not gonna take him up on it and then he's gonna be like, well, hey, I said like, let's meet up, let's talk, let's make a video. You know, that's a pretty big offer and a pretty big ask. He could go with something a little bit more reasonable like let's have a video chat, but she might actually say yes to that and then Paul would have to follow through, which is something that I'm assuming he doesn't want to do. Uh she has not responded yet. I don't know if she's seen the comment. Uh, a few of her lovely subscribers have responded to my comment. Not super nice things, but you know, it's, we can't control our subscribers. You guys know this. Um, all right, I'm gonna start out by showing this. Uh, she had at the beginning of her video, yesterday's video, she, she had this. She says, um, this popped up on the screen, trigger warning, ED recovery, Fat phobia and Paul. So I uh, I am part of the trigger warning for her video. And I actually must say, I think that's pretty funny. I think that's pretty clever. Mickey, we're going to start out. Obviously, it was a little bit of a low blow, but that's actually kind of funny. Okay. I got a sense of humor, people. I got a sense Clearly. of humor. That was pretty funny. Um, let's get into the first clip and kick this bad boy off here we go but like this is such a like page one paragraph one mm -hmm. tactic from the like i'm trying to manipulate or like bully people thing is yeah. the like using your name incorrectly or pronouncing things incorrectly or like doing the air quotes like supposedly thing like all of that is such a transparent attempt to create this feeling of like smallness or yeah. otherness you know all right, those uh, in the comment section right now that have been around the Paul Morgan channel for a little bit, especially hopping in the live chats, 
you guys know, I'm not too great with names. I'm just not too great with names. I've butchered a few of your all's names. Um, but so, so she there accused me. She was saying, this is page one of manipulation and belittling someone. I want to say, I apologize if you guys watched my response video from maybe a week and a half ago to Mickey, I started out the video calling her the correct name and somehow in my brain, it went from Mickey to Missy. And I probably four or five times called her Missy. I apologize. Okay. I, I didn't realize it was going to be that big of a thing. Mickey and Missy is pretty close, but I did it. But it's it not the bad. same. Yeah. Okay, I, I really did not have any ill will or manipulation or trying to belittle you. It's, it's not the same though. I don't care if they're close. That's not her name. And the thing that really gets me about this is that he said like, I, I'm really bad with names. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Okay, well, you're choosing to make a video about this person. You would think that you would care enough to be conscious of what their name is. Like you would think that that would be an important thing for you to remember because you're making a video about them. I mean, let's talk about last week, my error, because in my last video, it was about Brittany Dawn and her new friends. Emma, Farron, and Kelly, they all did a podcast episode together. Well, they've done three so far um, where they did like a Q&A. And so they're all answering questions. And at one point I called Farron Fallon and I didn't even, it didn't even register. I just said Fallon did this X, Y, Z, whatever. And then a few minutes later I said something else about Farron. And at that point I was like, I think earlier I called her Fallon. That was not my intention. That was my bad. I know that her name is Farron and I'm going to try to remember to use the correct name going forward. So if I mess up, please forgive me, but her name is Farron. And so I made a point to address it. I understand that people make mistakes. I made a mistake. I called Farron Fallon, but it's not that hard to like address it and say sorry, especially when you're putting out a pre-recorded video, which that response was and Paul knew that he messed up and called her Missy throughout most of the video because at the end of it he did a little compilation of Mickey 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 changes to Missy 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 and he clipped everything together of him calling her the wrong name so you knew that you did it I don't know why you wouldn't I don't know do a voiceover and be like like at the beginning of the video before the video even starts Hey guys, before we get into this, I want to address something. I'm really, really sorry. I don't know what happened. I ended up calling her Missy a few times throughout this video. This video is about Mickey Atkins. I apologize. Like something, but instead you make a joke about how you got her name wrong. You, it was an accident. All right. Uh, I didn't realize it was going to become this big of a thing. Let's go ahead and move um, to clip number two. So, okay, Paul, you guys are, I'm going to address you directly here for this one. So you guys aren't yeah. fundamentalists. Sure. What are you? And, but you're not the cool Christians. Yeah. But then you shit on Christians. Yes. For existing, watching for The not, Witcher. For not being exactly like Paul and Morgan. Just because someone doesn't do, Mickey and I have this conversation all the time, just yes. because I'm not going to do something the way you want to do it. Yes. 
doesn't mean that it's wrong. And also, yes. I uh, this is again the thing that we talk about because the issue that I take with Paul and Morgan mm-hmm. and Girl Defined and like people like them yeah. is that they make this content that is so prescriptive, so finger pointy, so like specific yes. to the nth degree with zero credential to back that up, right? Yes. There's not enough lived experience in my opinion to justify them speaking on this, especially because they talk about how they have continually struggled apparently yeah. so, so much to live by the values that they espouse. They have no formal training. All right, so two things there, um, the no formal training to do what we do on this YouTube channel and the first point that her husband made, which is we crap on other Christians for not doing this Christian faith exactly like we do. There's always potential when you're putting yourself out there online, when you are giving commentary on something which involves you giving your opinion that other people are going to feel like, oh, they're being pushy with their opinions. There's just potential for that. Our desire on this channel, we've said it. Morgan, how many times have we said now our tagline, help people be in the world, but of the word? Morgan says a lot. That is literally our goal. We've said over and over again, guys, we're given our thoughts here. We're given our thoughts on how the word of God should be maybe played out practically. You guys are going to have to go to the word of God. And at the end of the day, we're all going to give account. Uh, we're all going to be accountable. We're going to give an account of the decisions we made of how we lived our lives before God. Every knee is going to bow before him. Every tongue is going to confess Jesus Christ is Lord of all. You guys. See, you can say that now. You can say like, hey, we just give our opinion and there's always a chance when you're giving your opinion that somebody else is going to you know, feel upset by that or they're going to feel threatened by the thing that you're saying, but it's just me sharing my opinion. You can say that now. But the way that you make your content doesn't convey that. In the original video, Paul said that he would be stupid to watch The Witcher knowing that it has severe nudity, quote unquote. And then he says, like, I'm not calling you stupid because somebody in the comment section says that they watch it with their husband. He's like, I'm not calling you stupid. I'm just saying I would be stupid to watch it. How do you think your audience is going to feel? Because Paul is not Paul's not sitting here saying, like, I have an addiction to porn because that's that was kind of like their argument is like if you struggle with sexual immorality, then you need to be really aware of this. But then at the same time, they also imply that everybody struggles with sexual immorality and they throw out porn addiction like it's this everyday common occurrence like 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 they're they're saying porn addiction is equivalent to somebody looking at it every now and then. They, I feel like they equate casual porn consumption with a true addiction, which is not okay. That's not cool to make, um, to like downplay an addiction, to downplay the severity of how a, a true addiction impacts someone's life. So I don't like that in general. So anyway, it's easy to say, like, I'm just putting my opinion out there. This is how I feel. Um, if you feel convicted or if you feel offended, maybe that's something you should look into. It's easy to have this like casual approach of like, well, we're just sharing our thoughts, but it's disingenuous at the same time because a lot of their videos are, you know, this is just my opinion, but if you disagree with me, you're wrong. Maddie says, I like Game of Thrones and even as someone non-religious, the sex scenes get on my nerves. <laughs> Well, you get a little bit of a pass. I'm not saying you get a total pass, Maddie, but we're going to hold 
fellow Christians to a higher standard than non-Christians. <laughs> and I guess I will take this opportunity. It looks like I'm wearing like a turtleneck. I feel like I need to sit at an angle. <laughs> so you can see I'm not wearing a turtleneck in the heat of summer in September in Arizona. At this point, I'll kind of share my high level opinion, like bird's eye view of how I've seen this happen and what my opinion is. When Paul and Morgan put that video out, in watching it, obviously I didn't agree with a lot of the things that they had said, but I think when you get to the core of um, having a personal conviction, I don't necessarily see anything wrong with saying like, I don't want to consume media that has nudity in it because I don't feel that that's right for me. I can understand saying like, this is how I feel. This is for me. This is just what I am being called to do or to not do. And so I just wanted to talk about it, my experience, how I came to this conclusion and, you know, just, just share it with my audience because I'm a public figure. If Paul had presented it like that, I would be totally understanding of it. But because again, like I'm always trying to, to, to see where people are coming from and trying to give the benefit of the doubt. And if Paul feels like that's not something he wants to consume, he has every right to abstain from watching media like that. That's his choice. It's his right. Fine. Talk about it. Share it with your audience. Who cares? But at the same time, he does do what Mickey talks about in her response of saying like, well, you're saying that this is your opinion, but if people disagree with you, then they're wrong and they're going to hell and that's not okay. And it, it kind of leads into the conversation of like making purity an idol and making this thing so forbidden and so exciting that it does become like an obsession and it, it becomes something that you hyper fixate on in an unhealthy way. I don't know if there's a healthy way to hyper fixate, but it's like, that's what you are thinking about all the time because of how forbidden and how exciting it's been made to you and like how powerful this thing is that you can't even look at it or else you'll implode. You know, so it's like I kind of understand the concept behind what Paul was saying of, you know, making that decision for himself and taking his beliefs into account when making the decision not to watch The Witcher. Again, I disagree with it, but but I could get it. I could maybe understand where he was coming from. And to be honest, watching that eight minute live stream, that's not something that I would feel the need to make a reaction on because it's just like, all right, sure. Like, whatever. You don't want to watch, you don't want to watch nudity. Okay. But then coming from Mickey, being a therapist and understanding the way that making something forbidden has an impact on your brain, I understand why she would want, why she would want to make a response on it. And so I get, I get her perspective and I understand where she's coming from. And especially in the way that she spoke in her response, it's very clear that she was not speaking to Paul in an attempt to change his mind because like I said, there were the jokes, there was like a little bit of jabbing, um, but overall it was meant to educate on the dangers of that sort of rigid thinking. Then when Paul makes his response, this is where he loses me because it's not even, it's not even a well thought out argument of, hmm, okay, you criticized me for this and this is the opposing viewpoint you gave and I don't agree with it. And, and let me list out the reasons why. Let me talk about why. It, it is literally just an elementary argument. And so it, it's, 
Yeah. It's like the first video, I'm giving Paul a little bit of leniency. I don't agree with what he's saying, but I'm like, okay, you know, I can give a charitable interpretation of what's going on here. And then with Mickey's response, I thought she made some really great points. And um, in general, like I think I would, in this particular instance, tend to agree more with Mickey's perspective on this particular topic. But I'm like, okay, I could see why Paul would want to push back. And I understand him making a video to push back. But then again, the content of the pushback is where I'm like, you, you're making no valid points here. So that's, I think that's why when Mickey and Aaron did their second response, it was just kind of more casual and not going point by point. It was just having a general conversation because again, it's like, how do you, how do you respond to somebody who goes at you in a way that is meritless? Basically it's like, Okay, so you called her fat. Intellectually, how do you want her to respond to that? And then, of course, we arrive back at Paul's second reaction. And like I said, I did watch this once all the way through, but that's why I decided to do a reaction to it within the context of this video, because I feel like in his second response, there's a lot of points where I can stop it and be like, oh, let's pick up on that. Let's talk about this and the nuance behind it. So let's get back into it are going to be accountable for your own lives but we hopefully even in making the witcher video that she initially pushed back on we're saying guys you're gonna you're gonna have to decide what you watch but as christians we can look at what the word of god does say where the word of god is clear in black and white oh we see that jesus himself said if you even look at someone to lust after them you are committing adultery in your heart so we're kind of saying you can apply that to if you're watching shows and you're lusting after the people, if there's sex scenes in shows and you're just watching those casually, as, as Mickey says we should be able to do, you're just watching those and enjoying them and enjoying the getting to lust, getting that rush of lusting after another person's body. Oh, well, Jesus said that that's committing adultery in your heart. So Morgan and I are going to get on here and say, Christians don't do that. Do we? Dude, control yourself. This is where I just want to say, like, have some self-control, Paul. I don't know what to tell you. What are you going to do if you go out in public and you see somebody dressed in a way that you like? Are, like, you're going to constantly be exposed to things that could potentially make you have a lustful thought or could make you be like, oh my gosh, that person's really beautiful. But, I mean, this is just my opinion. Um, I think healthy people would see somebody who's attractive and be like, oh, that's an attractive person. And like, that's where it stops. And that's generally my experience with media consumption as well. Oh, there's a sex scene. Okay. Like it, it's, it's acting. It's literally a scripted sex scene or a scene where somebody is nude. Like again, it's just an actor doing a job in a scripted scene. And so I want to ask Paul, like if you can't even control yourself when you see an actor doing their job and showing nudity, how do you live outside? Do you have like special sunglasses to help you block out everybody else and just look at what's directly in front of you? What's happening? Have some self-control, dude. Maybe get a little 
more practical to where there's some gray area and we're encouraging people when there's maybe some gray area we're saying guys i'd encourage you not to watch this show but there's some gray area because maybe they're fast forwarding whatever sure there's always going to be potential for gray area well a lot of times there is but there are times when the bible is clear hopefully we do a, a decent job of showing when the bible is clear and then also just giving our advice she also said we don't have credentials paul and morgan i think we're about their age if i had to guess but she has credentials because she's a therapist. She does. But Paul and Morgan don't. So how dare you guys get on here and give prescriptive advice? And my response to that is uh, short and sweet. I didn't think we needed credentials to weigh into what's going on in culture. You don't have to watch us. No one has to watch us. But last I checked, you didn't need credentials to talk about what's going on in culture. To talk about culture? No, definitely not. No credentials needed. You don't need a bachelor's. You don't need a license. You don't need continuing education units. You're fine. But when part of your catchphrase, cachet, is to help people be in the world but of the word, that implies that you're telling them how to be good Christians. And a lot of your content is you telling people how Christians are to behave. And so it would behoove you to do some studying, to, to like have a class, go, go to a theology class, have somebody who is a mentor to you in this area, maybe go to, go to Bible school, go to Bible school and do some hardcore studying. If you are going to tell people how those who prescribe to the same religion as they do are to act, it might be a good idea to get some formal education in that area or to at least have like, like I said, a mentor to be around somebody who is very well spiritually developed and who can teach you and help you like parse through the really in-depth and complicated parts of the Bible and who can recommend you um, additional like books and podcasts and materials to help you grow your faith and to help you understand things better. It's just probably a good idea. And that's why as a Christian who talks about being a Christian on the internet, I will never say like, this is the right thing to believe. This is what you have to believe. I will just say, I could be wrong, but here's how I feel. Or maybe I'm missing something, but this is my opinion. This is what I believe. This is how I feel. You do you. But right now, this is where I'm at. So again, no, you don't need a credential to talk about culture on the internet. But culture's not the only thing that you talk about on the internet. And you didn't need credentials to point people back to the word of God. That is our mission. That is our mission. Uh, my credentials are I read the Bible. Let's play the next. I'm going to let him get a few sentences out, I promise. But you can't just say my credentials are I read the Bible. We've talked about this on my channel before. There are over 400 interpretations of the Christian Bible in English alone. There are over 400 English interpretations of the Bible. So for you to say like, I read the Bible, that's my credential. Nope, not good enough. Not good enough. Like Mickey said in the clip that I showed earlier, 
The Bible is a hotly debated religious text. That, that That's why there are so many different sects of Christianity, so many different translations, so many different points where people disagree on what the Bible says. That's why we need Bible groups and study guides and websites that look into the context of, and, and are able to explain the context of different things that happened in the Bible. That's why we look at the original Greek, the original Hebrew, the original Aramaic, and we see like what those words were and their cultural significance at that time because it informs us better what's actually going on when we read it in English. You can't just say like, I read the Bible and so now I know everything. Because if all you do is read the Bible, you are missing so much valuable context that is really, really important to have. As it turns out, the whole video is just Paul trying to dunk on me for being fat. And it's just, <laughs> it's giving like elementary. The whole video, my video was 18 minutes long, roughly. And she, I mean, I'm sorry, Mickey, you're a therapist. Is there not like, you know, I like there's a, a doctor's code of conduct that says, as a doctor, I will never do blah, 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 blah. Is there not that for therapists where as a therapist, I'm not allowed to boldface lie? Am I being am I being mean here to say oh that like that was God. a bold faced lie? She said the whole, her whole video was dunking on her for being fat. Thank you. There, as in Morgan and I's video. Well, it's technically my video. Yeah, that's just not true. Video was eighteen minutes long and dunking on her for being fat. I'm actually towards the end of today's video. I'm gonna play where I discussed it, but if you remove the chunk that she's referring to dunking on her for being fat she says which is interesting because in her instagram bio it literally says uh, if i'm remembering correctly fat feminist therapist i think that's what it is fat feminist therapist whatever um you know she, she we'll talk more about that here in a moment if you remove the part that she's referring to the video goes from 18 minutes to probably 17 minutes and 15 seconds but that's not true and you know it because you brought it up multiple times and a lot of the things that you said even though you weren't directly calling her fat in the things that you said they were related to your opinion on how she looks so let's let's calm down with being like she's a therapist is she allowed to lie on the internet also yes mickey has described herself as fat on the internet before but there's a difference between just saying like this is a fact about me. I'm a fat feminist therapist. And Paul trying to use her weight and her appearance in a derogatory way. Paul, I thought you wanted to speak everything in love. Like I thought that that was, that was your hope is that we might tell hard truths, but it's all said with love. That's you talking with love. That's you aspiring to be like Jesus is to say, look at her, look at her appearance. That's why I don't take her criticism seriously. WWJD, I guess. I don't know if she's, I don't really know what she's doing there. Whole video was about her being fat. That's not the case. It's just not true. Paul, your video is so hateful. Yes. Like, it's so mean, dude. It is mean. And not to Mickey. It's no, not I know. Like, literally yes. no effect here, dude. What who is mean to is like the Punch people that the watch hair. the video, your audience, yes. the people in your audience who are who are fat, who yes. are mentally ill, who, who maybe might disorders. be who might be fair weather Christians. But would you rather have a fair weather Christian or someone like Mickey on your like literally? I, like whose whose team are you playing for?
whose team am I playing for because my video was so hateful and mean. So I watched my video back shortly after posting it. Um, I'm just going to be completely honest. It, I, I will receive, not from her audience, not that I dislike you guys, not that I think you guys are awful people, I'll receive from our patrons. I think that's fair. Patrons that are in the live chat right now that have watched my video, just be honest. Was my video mean and hateful? Morgan, was my video mean and hateful? And I... I'll take criticism from the people who pay me on a monthly basis in order to access additional content from me because they like me. That's where I get my criticism. Flawless logic. I'll, I'll hear what you guys have to say. I watched it back and I genuinely do not believe that it was. Um, watching Mickey and her husband, Mickey, Mickey. I'm, I'm really trying to get her name right. All right. No excuse at this point, Paul. Yeah. Morgan, no. I appreciate you being here off to the side. You correct me if I say something wrong. All right. I got Morgan's name wrong uh, about a week and a half into dating her. I called her the wrong name. I called her Megan. We're not going to get into that. Um, then why bring it up? Mickey and her husband, in my opinion, and maybe this is just how you guys always are, but you all seem kind of worked up um, in your all's response. Um. And I'm just being honest, I felt like your all's video was more, if, if you were calling mine mean, I felt like yours was actually more mean. And you guys delivered more low blows in your video. In your video, you told your audience, don't go, if you're gonna, if you're invested in this back and forth we're having, don't actually go watch Paul and Morgan's video to give them a view. So don't comment on their video to help their analytics. Go watch it through some off-site to where it doesn't give them a view like to me I, i've not i'm not saying that to my audience that's just low but you did in the first video you said i've linked her video down below if you want to go watch it but i wouldn't recommend it so if them saying that they don't recommend people in their audience come to your channel and watch your video is a low blow then you made an equally low blow in your first video and you're lying about how you didn't do that um, several of the things you've said on here, so you're saying that my whole video was calling you fat. That's just not true. Like you and your husband were, in my opinion, significantly more mean. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm not keeping tabs. I'm just being real. Like that's how I felt, uh, with. Well, what did they say? Like, you can't say like you were mean, but I'm not keeping tabs. Like, don't tell me, tell, tell us what they said that was mean to you. Is it that she said you were unqualified was it that she said she did not care what your opinion was of her physical appearance? What was it? Some of your backhanded remarks. Um, you know, I, I get comments saying, Paul, because of your all's, you know, you're responding to something, you're so easily offended. You guys can say what you want um, in regards to that. Maybe we, maybe I do have growing to do in that area. But I actually felt kind of like, like, Mickey, you and your husband were coming across relatively easily offended, um, which for someone who makes so many videos, you know, going after Paul and Morgan, going after Girl Defined, it is a little bit surprising um, that it did seem like you, you guys are kind of internalizing some things that I said, just publicly responding to the video you've made. I don't know. That's just some thoughts that I have. How? Um, I'm not, I'm not, I, again. I'm 
to be honest, watching Mickey and Aaron's response to Paul's response, um, it just felt like they weren't really taking Paul's response seriously. Like they were talking about the ridiculousness of the approach. And there was one point where Mickey had said, she's like, I feel foolish because when I saw that he was doing a response to me, like I really thought we were going to have like a, a genuinely meaningful discourse. Like I thought he was going to address the point and we were going to have this conversation. And, you know, I like that's, you know, I, I guess I, I was wrong for expecting that out of him. That's what she said. And so I don't think she was really offended by your response. It was just like, what do you want me to do with this? So th- like, that's how I took it. But if Paul, if Paul could give us an example, then maybe I could change my mind. I'm not trying to be mean in, in saying that. I just I genuinely felt like you guys were coming across like some of the stuff that I said in not a mean way. Like I was going back and watching it and I was actually pretty stinking lighthearted many times in my video, but it seems like you guys kind of internalized some things and your all's video came across more mean, which is Mm. my thoughts there. Paul made like a pretty loud insinuation that like, what did he say? Like, how's the, how's the casual approach? Oh my God. (laughs) Also, again, I think this will be the third time I've reiterated. Yeah. We are so enmeshed. We eat the same meals i we promise you foods i like sometimes you're a case study honestly i gotta tell you right now <laughs> i eat probably two times more than you sometimes you eat a lot of food baby. like I- so if you guys watched my video actually morgan you were in the live chat and you commented that i think or something along those lines but when we were talking about the food thing uh, i said how has the casual approach been working um and i'm actually going to get to that here don't try and push the blame on Morgan. I mean, she's not great, but you were the one who brought it up in your video that was pre-recorded and edited. So why are you being like, Morgan brought it up in the comments, I think. <laughs> that was you. In an upcoming clip in more detail, but they just said like, we we eat, we eat the same amount of food and she is a bigger person than he is. And I've, I've again, I've worked in health and weight loss uh, in the past. I, I did it for a year. I heard so many of the different um, reasonings behind why someone is struggling with their weight. So we'll get into that a little bit more. Let's just keep going. But um, yeah, she's she said that they eat the same amount and yet they're two different body sizes. All right. Um, she actually uh, elaborates on that more here. And this next clip, um, <laughs> I feel like, and I, I said this in my past video, Mickey, she, she's this licensed therapist. She talked a little bit about that in her video, how she got the little box underneath her name, sent it into YouTube and the requirements for that. She's a, a, a licensed therapist. And I said like, so this is, you know, what a licensed therapist looks like, meaning like she's got signs behind her about the trans stuff and she's in her bio says, you know, fat feminist therapist. I'm kind of like, man, she, she just comes across her and her husband very woke. And watching her video, it's like, man, there's just okay. so much wokeness, so much progressive, woke, liberal ideologies, whatever you want to call them. I just like to call them woke. It encapsulates it in this next clip. You'll kind of see even more of of what I mean by that. Okay. So, like, what? How does that make sense? This is what a therapist looks like? Mm-hmm. Therapists can have all different kinds of opinions and... Um, political leanings, if that's 
really what he's so concerned about. I really don't understand how that's relevant because imagine if he, instead of saying woke or progressive, imagine if he said democratic. She was like, this person is a Democrat. They lean left. That's what a therapist looks like. Do you know how ridiculous that would sound? I mean, it would sound just as ridiculous as this argument does. But but it's like, how how is that a point that you're trying to make? Is like, Mickey isn't discriminating against trans people. So she shouldn't be a therapist? What? What? But no, like genetically speaking, like I was never, never meant to be a never petite a person. Yeah. Everyone in my family is fat. Yeah. Like and there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's uh, really not. No. Also too, like we're not going to get into it because it's a whole thing. But like I live or like came from yeah. a Mexican family and like there is a whole lot for us to unpack about the way that our diets historically have been oppressed and marginalized oh, yeah. and like how like genetically speaking that like affected the way that our family's bodies responded, you know, yeah. like it's a whole thing that like whatever we don't have the time and i don't have the wherewithal to get into the politics yeah Yeah, but like the politics and the history behind fatness and like the marginalization of fat bodies like that's that's a whole thing we're probably gonna make a video about it eventually but (sighs) do i need to really say much on that one you guys kind of get what i'm saying like this is just a very woke person ideologically She's this going is off so to, embarrassing. He said, you know, she's never had a chance, meaning she's never had a chance to, to look any different. She's always going to look like this. And to me, that's just so sad. That's such a sad place to be, to come to the place of, oh, I'm, I'm always going to be overweight and I never had a chance. No, guys, like we all have a chance. We all, in so many respects, are masters of our own destiny. Or you can take the victim mindset and just say, I never had a chance because my family history all my family is overweight i never had a chance because of oppression of hispanics and their diets like i'm sorry i'm just kind of like whoa that's so woke we all have a chance guys don't fall please like don't fall into that mindset why does paul care what mickey looks like he said, like, she's lying when she says that his entire first video was him dunking on her for being fat. He's all, that's a lie. I didn't do that. If you took out the parts where I talk about your weight, it goes from 18 minutes to 17 minutes and 15 seconds. You know, whatever he said. So why are we focusing so much on her body and what she looks like in this video? If that wasn't even part of it, if that wasn't even a significant part of your first video, why are we spending so much time on it in this video? And why do you care? Like truly, why do you care what Mickey looks like or what she weighs? How does that have any impact on your life? And also, I think it's kind of insane for him to be so dismissive and callous and say like, don't don't fall into the victim mindset. You have a chance. You can you can be in control of your own destiny. You have a chance. You can do it if you put your mind to it. Full well knowing that in that same video, Mickey talks about how before they got married, she I think she was doing Beachbody because they talk about the little containers, like the food containers, and it sounds like the 21 day fix to me. I, I don't know if she was in Beachbody or if she did it or whatever. Um but she was working out an hour a day. 
She was using the beach body containers and she was not eating enough for her body. People have done videos on those beach body containers where they actually um, calculate how many calories you are getting if you're following that particular program and it is not nearly enough. So she's eating a severe deficit, an unhealthy deficit of calories to get ready for this wedding. She's working out an hour a day and she said at that point she was a size like 14 like a 14, 16, I think. She also references having an eating disorder and recovering from that. She talks about binge eating, how there was a point where she couldn't have ice cream in the house because if she was left alone with it, she would eat the entire thing and then go to the store for more. And so to hear somebody talking about their struggles with food and weight and body image and to be like, you could change it if you want to is weird and insensitive. And also, again, why do you care what she looks like? How does that have any impact on your life at all? Finally, he mentions her her talking about um, how different politi- politicalization of diets has impacted Mexican culture. I don't know a ton about that, honestly. If she puts out a video about it, I, I would definitely watch it because... Um, That's kind of like the first time I've heard that come up. I haven't had time to look into it myself, but if she puts out a video, that would be very interesting to see. But to have Paul be like, she's so woke and be upset that she made that point when I guarantee you he couldn't explain it. He probably doesn't even know what it, he probably is just as ignorant as I am on that topic. And so for him to be upset that she brought it up and act like he knows what she's talking about, Paul, be for real, be serious victim it's a victimhood mindset i would would actually genuinely um i would enjoy uh i would appreciate seeing um some of you guys in the comments like you know what are your thoughts on that like because to me that just when you start uh, when you when you start going down that road of the oppression of fat people is what's caused literally you know i'm just kind of like I, I just think it's one of the most absurd woke things I've ever heard. Be curious to hear where you guys stand with that. Okay. Him and Morgan was in the chat yeah. too. Oh, talking I about know. talking Don't about how like what does she think that there shouldn't be any restrictions for people who like use crack cocaine? Yes. Like the fact that you guys are comparing what is by all accounts a relatively common, somewhat normal or or like uh, expected. Uh, human developmental interest in sex and also food which is a necessary to necessary to live to drugs to hard drugs says a lot about what's happening to your brains says a lot about what's happening to our brains she's saying how dare you guys compare you know the crack cocaine because in in our previous video we were saying she's just saying like everything in moderation and um, don't don't actually draw a hard line and say no to having junk food in the house. And again, I'm about to get to more of that. Don't say no to it. Just learn how to moderate it. And I said, how has the casual approach been working? And then I applied that to, to sex and what you watch on TV, the explicit content. She said, food is normal. Sex is normal, but crack cocaine is not. And a short and sweet response. Yes, food is normal. We all have to eat. But Eating excess should not be normal. Sex is normal. It's a beautiful thing 
inside of marriage. As Christians, when you take it outside of marriage, when you watch things and you're lusting after things you see on TV, that is no longer normal. That is outside of God's best for us and it's outside of God's commands. I'm waiting for you to tell me what that has to do with crack. Because I'm, I'm missing the bridge here. Like, how, how do we go from food and sex to crack? Like, you're, def you're defending that being brought up, and yet you've said nothing about why it was brought up and how it's related. Short and sweet, right? I'm, I'm staying pretty short and sweet. So this, uh, this next clip... Maybe a little too short. <laughs> I, feel, I just feel like when I see... Because she has a, a pretty strong audience, and I told you guys I commented on her video, and then I'm getting comments back um, that are just, just pretty mean. Um, again, she, she can't control her audience. I'm not putting that on her, but then I even saw a comment on, in the pre-live chat from today and they were like, Paul, you're not in the same league as Mickey. And I'm just kind of like, I feel like the stuff I'm saying is pretty common sense, especially to Christians, not even to Christians. Like when it comes to the weight stuff, I, I just feel like this is common sense here, guys. And so I'm just like, Whoa. but weight wasn't even part of the original argument. This whole thing started because you made a video talking about The Witcher and how you found out it had severe nudity and so you didn't want to watch it anymore and other people shouldn't watch it either. And then Mickey responded and was like, hey, maybe that's not the best approach to take to things like this because it can lead to anxiety and other undesirable results. That's You're the one who brought up the weight. This wasn't even a part of it. And so for you to be like, well, I'm being very reasonable and I'm using common sense in talking about her weight is ridiculous to me because you're the one who brought it up for literally no reason other than to discredit her. All right. Let's, you know, let's keep going. Um, she said... She, she said in quote, I, I believe these are exactly the words she said, I don't have a clip for this, but she says, the thing Paul's trying to do of making me feel ashamed of my body. And can we all just chill? Like, can we all just chill? Can I just call you fat and you be chill about it? Like, can you just be cool and apologize for offending me with how you look? Like, that's, that's how you sound right now. What did I actually say? Because, man, like her audience has been coming after me night and day. Uh, she, you, can, you saw there several comments she's made now about what I said. So I feel like the only natural thing to do is let's go back and see what I actually said. She claims that I made a whole video about her being fat. Her audience has been coming after me. She said I've, I'm trying to make her feel ashamed of her body. Let's look at what I actually said and get to the bottom of this. And I do, in some respects, see what she's saying. There can be that thing where you can hyper fixate on something and not doing something, not eating something, not watching something, and it can create you thinking about it more. And that's where I go back to the, towards the beginning of this video saying, I'm, I'm still working it out, but, 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 how has the casual approach been working? How's it been working? Let's stick with the food for a second. And I, I'm not trying to sound mean, but how is the casual approach to you know, she said, it's, it, it creates just this 
this dysfunction and obsession when you completely remove the food out of your house. You the junk food, I can't even have that food in my house or it becomes too much of an issue and I end up just eating all of it so I don't even bring it in the house. No, don't do that. Don't make a certain food or certain sexual content forbidden. Learn how to have it around and moderate it. Okay, again, I see what she's saying and sometimes there can be wisdom there in certain things, but how's the casual approach been working for her? She's a heavy woman. I'm just, hey, hate me if you want. I'm just stating facts. She's a heavy woman and she is coaching us on the correct way to approach food, the correct relationships with food. It is kind of ironic, is it not, to have a heavy woman coaching us on how to approach food. You gonna get angry with me for saying that? It's just the truth. It's kind of ironic. And for so many others, how has the casual approach been working for you? Okay, you're gonna go with her method and keep the food in the house and you're just gonna eat some of it and you're X pounds overweight or the casual approach to the shows you're watching. She's endorsing the idea of, oh, a sex scene comes on. You know what, it's just, I think she called it in one of her clips, it's a mild sex scene. Not a big deal, it just is what it is and you just watch it, okay? As Christians, I'm gonna call the Christians out here, how's the casual approach to the sex scenes been working? Are you struggling with PORN? Are you struggling battling this stuff in your mind? So there it is. Okay, so that does cover a good amount of the things that he said about Mickey's appearance. But I feel like it's important to note that that's, that section is definitely something that a lot of people remember that sticks out to them. So it might not have been the only thing that was in the video, but it's something that struck a chord with a lot of people. That's mainly what I remember from the video. The other points that stick out to me because he did not address her arguments. He didn't say, here's what she said and here's why I disagree. Instead, he starts the video out by diminishing her professional achievements, calling her the wrong name, saying, is this what a therapist looks like these days? Um, taking umbrage with her calling him a fundamentalist Christian, saying that Mickey's cool with progressive Christians who don't believe in what the Bible actually says, um, but not true Christians, and then talking about moderation. And it's like, that's, that's basically what the video was. And so a lot of it was you going after her in a way that was more personal than what she did. It was you talking about her instead of her arguments. That video wasn't even really a response. It was more like a, a series of personal slights. There it is. She started talking about food and the appropriate relationships with food. And I pointed out the fact that it felt kind of weird being coached about a relationship, having the, the appropriate relationships with food by someone who is overweight. I wasn't shaming her. I'm not going to be shaming people for that. It felt kind of ironic. Similar to it would feel ironic for someone who is a stick skinny going over and leading a seminar on how to be buff. Is that crazy of me to say that? Morgan, as a female, is that crazy to say that? Hello. <laughs> I realize that weight is a sensitive issue, even though in her bio, she seems to own it. She talked about how it was in, in her husband too, how it's just so hurtful to my audience. If we aren't allowed to talk about this, you guys, if this is off limits, if doctors aren't allowed to talk about it, if doctors aren't allowed to receive patients who are, say, obese or morbidly obese and actually challenge them on that and say this is a cause for many health problems, if, if doctors are no longer allowed to talk about that, 
which we're kind of seeing like doctors just stay away from it. That's a very sad reality. Hopefully I'm going to be a thought that just popped into my head as I was as I was watching Paul be like, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong for bringing that up? If it's true, am I wrong? I would be so embarrassed as a wife if my husband spoke about another woman that way. Like, I would be mortified. I, I, I honestly don't know how I would respond because I've not been in that situation. I don't know what I would say, but just the thought of like, a person who claims to be strong in their faith and claims to be intelligent and qualified to talk about what they're talking about because they've read the Bible. Um, and to ha like thinking about if that were my partner, that was the person that I was married to and I had a family with, like, th this is my partner. You put something out, somebody criticizes it, and you tell me I'm going to respond to this. And your response being what Paul's was. I'm mortified. I'm embarrassed. I'm like, oh, you're out of your league here. You're out of your depth. And also you're being very mean and mean spirited. And I mean, that's probably an indication of how he talks about people all the time. If he's so comfortable being like, well, I said what I said and it's the truth. Um, I'm not mean, right? Like imagine the pressure that Morgan must feel to, to stay a certain way, like to stay skinny and to stay fit. Because if that's what he thinks of Mickey, what's he going to think of me if I change, if I look different, like if I gain a few pounds, that's, oh, that's, mm, that makes me very sad. And of course, like Morgan's not an innocent bystander in all of this. She's involved by association because she's married to Paul and because she posts content on the channel. So, you know, she, she has harmful beliefs too. Um, but just kind of like from a, a woman to woman thing, I'm like, ooh, that must not be a super fun uh, thing to worry about if it's something that she worries about. Able to do, hopefully I approach these topics in love, but I never shamed her for her weight. I didn't spend the whole video talking that, about it. Okay. I made a simple observation that it was kind of ironic. And to be honest, I would hope that as a therapist, she would have the self-awareness to maybe just not breach that topic of, of a relationship with food as someone who's heavy. I don't think that's unreasonable. She can if she wants. She's allowed to. And then I'm allowed to say it's kind of ironic. <laughs> what I hear when he says that is she's fat, so she should know better than to talk about a healthy relationship with food because of what our response is going to be. She should know. She should know better. Ew, dude. It makes me feel like Paul would rather look at somebody who is skinny and mentally unwell because they're in the throes of an eating disorder than someone who has a healthy relationship with food and is overweight. It's also um, kind of ironic having an atheist so readily weighing in, so often weighing in on Christian videos. I think there's honestly a good amount of irony here. At the end of the day, guys. I don't know if Mickey's an atheist or not. I know that she recently did put a video out about like, oh, I was Fundy Light and talking about her experience with religion. So like I said at the beginning, I don't really watch Mickey's content. So I'm not sure whether or not she is an atheist. But in what I have seen, because I've watched like a few other videos um, just in getting ready for this video, there was 
one where she was reacting to um, Bethany Beal and like her sex advice. And at the beginning, she said, you know, there is like fact or what, what's the phrase that she used? I don't remember, but um, it was something about how there is evidence that supports the idea that if you are uh, practice religion in a healthy way, then it is beneficial to your life. Like if you practice it in a healthy and safe way, it can provide benefits to your life. And so from what I've seen, she's not against religion. She's not against Christianity. She doesn't say that nobody should follow Christianity. She talks about people who espouse harmful ideas that she wants to provide additional information on in order to um, combat the harm that those ideas might cause to somebody. And give this video a thumbs up. I mean, if, if you feel like what I'm saying is common sense, show the YouTube algorithms to the YouTube who decided to, you know, put that box underneath her of a licensed therapist. Fine. Okay. She's a licensed therapist. Show YouTube that you guys also believe in this content from an unlicensed person who's just a Christian that's trying to instruct people in the things of God and the Bible. At the end of the day, as I said in my previous video, which I think showed some humility, I'm still trying to figure this out. I don't have it totally together. She's still trying to figure it out. Even as a licensed therapist, she doesn't know it all. We're all trying to figure it out. So I hope, even though I get a little passionate, and I was a little passionate in this video, like I still extend some grace and humility that I'm, I'm still growing. 33 years old and I still have a lot of growing to do. And I'm asking God for more wisdom. And uh, hopefully she, isn't I doubt she's asking God for it, but she's desiring to grow in wisdom and good judgments as we all are. Um, yeah. This may not be well received from Mickey, assuming she ends up watching this and getting this far into my video. I don't know if she will, and it's fine if she doesn't, but maybe her her subscribers, viewers can can hear me out here. I am praying for Mickey, and I was praying for her yesterday, and it was actually a a pretty cool prayer time. I thought of the story of the prodigal son who, um, you know, I would consider Mickey is by her own admission, some stuff she's talked about in her, one of her videos, like sexually she's, she's just allowing a lot, a lot. And I thought about the prodigal son, um, and how that father of the son was so ready as soon as the prodigal son returned from going out and living a sexually deviant life according to you know christian standards a sexually immoral loose life and he's coming back probably hanging his head like yeah man i did wrong and the dad is so quick to run out and put the ring on his finger put the robe on his back and say welcome home my son i pray that for you mickey um and i, I remember when i was 14 years old reading the bible and i just got hit with an intense wave of conviction from the holy spirit of wow, like my life, my heart is actually so selfish and it's so self-centered and it's looking to please myself rather than God. Um, and in the same moment of feeling the weight of my own sin, I felt an immense, like Jesus saying, kind of like the prodigal son's father, Jesus saying, I love you, Paul, surrender to me and let's have a relationship. Turn to me, learn to love me as I love you. Um, so I, I genuinely pray that for Mickey and uh, pray that for her followers who are not walking with the Lord right now. All right, guys, comment below. I really like to keep this dialogue going and I'm excited to see your all's comments, even people who are coming from her channel, as long as you guys aren't jerks and trolls, comment below. Let me know your thoughts. I'm going to go ahead and end it here. 
that was a lot. <sighs> I'm going to take a breath. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll have our uh, one of our main videos and then we'll do the Q&A and all that stuff afterwards. But I'm going to go ahead and end this video here. Thank you guys for being here. Um, love you very much. Have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you again very soon. Have hope. Be free. Pray for the haters. Bye. So what do you think? Genuinely, what do you think? This was a really long video and as Paul was closing out, I just felt very upset to be honest because at the end he's telling the story of the prodigal son and he says it in such like a calm way and he's talking about you know I was convicted by this story here's my experience the first time I read it and so um, I just hope the same for Mickey and I hope that she knows that God loves her and same to her followers and that sounds like a very level-headed kind way to respond to Mickey, but it's coming after him being like, she's a liar. She's a loose woman. She is fat. I said it and I stand by it. And I just disagree with everything because she's woke and progressive. And so I don't think she's a good therapist. And let me make it clear. I don't want Paul to call me a liar. I'm not saying that he explicitly said those things. I was not quoting Paul Olig's when I just gave that description of his video. That is my interpretation based on the things that he had said in the video I just watched. So that's how I felt his message came across. He just spent 18 minutes being snarky and rude and doubling down on things that a lot of people are telling him were not cool to say. And then at the end being like, but hey, I love you and God loves you too. You can't do that. You can't you can't talk to people the way that he was talking to her and then be like, but also come on over to our side of things. The door's always open. It's not gonna make people wanna walk through that threshold. It's just frustrating because I don't feel like Paul was being a good representative of Christianity in that video or his previous response. And I know that in general, um, most of the time when I talk about him, I am disagreeing with the things that he's saying. And so I, I shouldn't be surprised that I had so much pushback on the things that he said in this video, but it's like, there just felt like there was something different about this video, something that was a lot more hateful than normal and yes normally they are they're, they're judgmental and they they say like this is how it's supposed to be and if you don't do this you're wrong and we're right and they, they do tend to judge people's actions or beliefs or the things that they say on the internet but just something about this one really hit me where I'm like you think it's okay to do that like you think that this is you being a loving Christian representing your beliefs and, and fighting for your beliefs and defending them against somebody who said that you were wrong. Like this is, this is you genuinely coming to the internet and sincerely defending your faith. This is how you do it. These are the things that you say. These are the things that you focus on to defend your sacred relationship with God. You have, you have an opportunity to have 
genuine discourse with somebody and to bring up valid points and to to like have have an adult conversation about faith with somebody who has a big audience and has a lot of eyes on them and and could potentially bring a lot of eyes to your response. And instead of taking it seriously and like doing due diligence and research and having something well planned out, it's just a, a video of you being like, she called me a fundy and then diminishing her as a person and her accomplishments and calling her the wrong name. It's it's a disappointment is really all I can say. But that's how I felt. Um, obviously, we went over a lot. So if there's anything that you want to comment on, any opinion that you want to share, feel free to leave it in the comment section down below. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify, you can leave it in the Q&A section for this specific episode. And while you are doing that, if you would consider liking this video or subscribing to my channel or giving the podcast a rating or a review, that would be amazing. And if you have done any of those things already, thank you so much. I am so appreciative of you. And I love being able to just sit here, hang out with you and talk about whatever. Thank you so much for watching. Please be kind to people. And I will see you in the next one. Bye.